Hey fighters, today on the show, we have John O'Hunter. He's a writer, director. Creator in Night Drives at ilovenightdrives.com. We're watching How I Met Your Mother. Mm -hmm. A big show, a famous yeah, show, a famous. popular show, but maybe not tonight. <laughs> in so three. buckle up. <laughs> Two, one. Welcome back to Pilot Fighters, the show where we take a second look at TV shows' first episodes. I'm your host, Ian Fisher, with none other than Rockland Stockman. Cool. Right? How's it going, man? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? Yeah, uh, I got something kind of interesting. You had something interesting happen? <laughs> that was ruthless. Oh my god, normally you ask me. Yeah, but I... You don't normally have I anything. I want to talk about this. This is... No, it's okay. So anyway, my week. Yeah, so, yeah. pandemic. Uh, where did that bit? start? Beginning of 2020. February 2020, whatever. At that point, I was in an office before that. Then I was not. Haven't been since. And I've worn deodorant maybe like nine times in the past two years. And it's been totally fine. You have a wife. But it's been fine. It just, I just fine for you, not for no, her. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, listen to this. This is important. It's just, it, it, it just stopped being something. It just didn't cross my mind until very recently, in the past like two and a half weeks. I don't know what happened. Something hormonally happened. I stink. I, like I truly stink. We've I, done twenty episodes. You said you've worn them nine times. I have not worn deodorant That's... a single time. I've come over here for this. You show. stink. No, no, no. I'm telling you lately. I don't know what's up. Lately? No, you've always stunk. <laughs> I, I just thought to... you're a stinky dude. I want to know. Is yeah. this... what? Is it, I think it's a hormonal thing. Like something's changed. No. Or, or is it what... Have, it's that thing. Is there thing. You know, periods where you stink way more than usual? You know what it is? Huh. It's that, and I don't remember what this is called, but it's when you become aware of something, you see it more. Like I used to drive a no. 1992 Cavalier. I see those around. You always stunk. No. Now you're only, you smelt it once. No, that's not it. I know because... You're a stink denier. I'm not a stink denier. Nobody thinks they stink. No, I have You finally get to know you stink. No, I'm no, here no, telling no, no, no. you stink and you're saying you don't stink. No, I'm saying that I... Oh, it, it wasn't like I was open. My my eyes weren't open to this. It was all of a sudden. Like, it was... Now, it's hard to describe it without making it sound like my eyes were open to it. Because it was a gradual thing. <laughs> wait, wait. Like, why didn't you wear deodorant for a year? Because why the fuck would I? Because like, you have a wife. No, no, no. If she... Yeah, I have a wife. She would be like, you stink if I stink. And you'd say, well, sign the divorce papers <laughs> until you do. I'm not putting that shit on. Uh, no, if I... Would, can I can I interject? Yeah. That is not the story I expected at all. Well, I'm really interested in it because I was like, wow, I'm get this. I stink. I guess I'll put the odor on. And then, <laughs> and then like, that sounds a few like the days story later, of a guy who I invented the odor. And I'm like, I should be fine now, right? Like, that was a weird day. I mean, I don't know what happened that day. And then I was like, oh, my God, I truly, truly stink. And I'm like holding my kid. And my kid's like, Dad, you stink. He's like, That's his first words? You can see he's wincing a little bit. I hate everything about this. Story. Look, I, I didn't say it was a good story. I was asking you, is there been any period where you stink more than usual? Yeah, when I was like 13 and I first started sweating and my mom was like, you got to start that's wearing the dude. That's what it feels like. It feels like that. That's what it smells like. It's like an adolescent kid. It's like wisdom teeth. They're coming in in your I'm, 30s. Yeah, it's like I'm, You're stinky I'm now. latent. Back, it, it feels like adolescence, like it's like another puberty or something. Maybe here's my theory. Sure, you're now so much more aware of sense because you have a baby who's puking and shitting and pissing no. that you now are using your nose more. No, I'm telling you, okay. you always had this ability. <laughs> really like people can wiggle their toes. 
Apparently you can wiggle your toes like you can wiggle your hands, but we never do it because we don't need to. But people who lose their arms, which happens to some people. You don't wiggle your toes. I pick stuff up. No, people can do it. They're supposed to be as dexterous as these. Well, they are when you're kids, like my baby. Does That's that. what okay, I'm saying. You're stinky now. You're aware of your stinky. I'm going to bring in our guest. I feel bad to bring in our guest, actually. Hey, let's... <laughs> what, you want to segue out of stinky before he comes in the room? We wouldn't want him knowing that. He's going to know because he's going to smell you. What's happened Wait, with you? What's going on? Are you wearing deodorant tonight? Is yes, this... I am, of course. Prove it. Because... Prove it. Show me those pits. <laughs> because I was like, there's no way I can... I'm too stinky. <laughs> That's crazy. I hate this. You're, I'm too stinky. <laughs> okay, let's bring in our guest. Yeah, let's bring in our guest on that. <laughs> no. Our guest tonight, he's a writer-director, John O'Hunter. His newest web series, Night Drives, is uh, is out now? Or it's just, out, yeah. It's out. You can watch right now. Google it. Pause the podcast and Google it. <laughs> it's going to be better. And then come back to get Jono's hot take on my stinky co-host. Jono, how's it going? It's Thanks for being here. going well. Thank you. Smells great in here. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> Uh, I didn't mean to sour your entrance with that story, but have you ever had stinkier periods than other times? I grew up playing in punk bands mm. and touring a lot, that's, so that's I've smelly. been doing the van life for a long time. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I feel like my nose is desensitized because I had so many weird smells and like just the sort of shoes hanging out the window. The opposite kind of, of thing. what happened. You smell so much stuff that you just burnt it. it out. Like my baseline is so much higher now because uh, it's just yeah. been. Horrific. Punk so, is yeah. the smelliest of the dark arts of the ska <laughs> of the musical genres. Would you say? What's the smelliest musical genre? Maybe crust punk. <laughs> like oh shit! That's that. yeah. I don't even know what that like, is, and I'm like, it sounds. Yeah, stupid. you get into that, it's dirty. Yeah, stinks. Stinks. But lovably dirty. I, I like ska a lot. Um, when I was in college. Yeah, I, feel I went like, through a ska phase. I yeah, we all did. Yeah. yeah. Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater. That's a big part that. of it. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is what I got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can hear those songs right now playing in my Yeah, Goldfinger. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, it's just up. there. Yeah. Yeah. Chad Muska with the boombox on his arm. Yeah. I bought one of those. Really? Like, oh, no, I bought a backpack with speakers on it. Mm. Douchiest thing. Yeah. And I remember at the launch for Halo 2. So this is like 2004. I'm in line at Future Shop, which is now Best Buy playing music out of my boombox. Wow. And people thought that was cool. They were like, wow. Uh, it couldn't be further wow, from what I'm is, like now. Th- that, uh, I, we'll talk about the show later, the pilot, but that reminds me of uh, thoughts I have about this really? show. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, before cynicism really, really yeah. said. <laughs> you know? Early 2000s, we were all just optimists. Yeah. Did you, what was the thing? I bought a mini disc player when I was in high school, and uh, I thought that was like, Yes. In the future. I had one of those. And I had so many. It was like the beginning of like, I had so many MP3s on it. And I was like, this is, and it lasted like eight months. Right. Before MP3 players without any kind of disc drive. Yeah. What, what was the thing that you were an early adopter on that was a fail? Mm, masturbating, to be honest with you. What? Not a, <laughs> not a fail, but definitely an early adopter. You were an early adopter? Oh my God. I think you've told I me that before. I don't even tell. Yeah. like Tell me. Like I started at five. What? I'm not kidding. And people who don't think you can orgasm at five, I, I got proof. <laughs> oh it was God. not okay. Like I would bring, here's how psycho I am. I would bring friends of mine over. <laughs> this is not, again, like the stinky story, not the, not the story I expected. <laughs> but, I, and I, I had a Nintendo, an NES, the first one. Yeah. And I would distract them with them. I'd go play Duck Hunt and I would go masturbate. But you would bring them over. 
Like they like they were my friend. My yeah. mom, I guess, would organize the play night. But like I was so addicted to masturbating, even that, at five. Oh, that you would try and distract. I'm them like, out. I don't want to play. I, like I got video games. You play. I'm gonna go do this thing that feels amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I remember when like, like like I even think now. Let's say you, my stinky friend, have been have been masturbating probably from the time you were 13 till now. Yeah. 21 years. And you've got... you can't even catch up to me if you try. <laughs> A lifetime. It's just reps, baby. And I started young. I'm like the Tiger Woods of jerking off. I started at like five. But I'm... Uh, it would only be cool if I became like a porn star or something. No, it would never right. be cool in any capacity. No, it's not cool. But I don't... Don't ask me what I'm an early adopter of. Hey, John, any gadgets or uh, mechanical John things? Gonna I do, I do just... I want to know, like, did your friends have any stories about you having like a thousand yard stare every time you showed up like hey you guys want to play duck hunt I'm I'll shaking yeah, just, uh, I could only come. sit down sit down, sit down. <laughs> shoot the ducks when, when the little dog ran is the only time I could go I gotta go that's, that's wild yeah it's crazy I had a I had like a proto mp3 player it wasn't right. a mini disc player I never had that the segue um, I'm sorry back to mp3 <laughs> after that really summed up my story well, I, the important thing is, I want to hear about the Vintage or the, the Proto Epic 3. <laughs> yeah. But the important thing is, this is a very important episode now because two very important chapters of, of Pilot Fighter's lore were just entered into the scroll that forever, like, that's going to be brought up. And then probably how stinky I am as well. Yeah, you're a stinky guy forever and I'm a sex addict. <laughs> okay. The- luckily, those things aren't exactly like <laughs> feeding to each other. Not like I can't hold back from you. So we're okay. Tell us about the MP3 player. <laughs> uh, it was a piece of shit. Like, I remember it had a, a very, like, Tamagotchi kind of vibe. Yeah. And, like, it had that liquid crystal kind of weird calculator display. Yes. I think it held, like, 15 songs. Like, That's it. And record. they all had, like, those... Remember the names of, like, old songs you put on? It was, like, 15 underscores. Yeah, Or if yeah, you got yeah. them from, like, Kazaa or, or Yeah, LimeWire. Yeah. There was a friend. I had a friend who... Uh, so, I remember downloading... Uh, where is my mind? Because Fight Club, big. Yeah. So you download Where is my mind, and on uh, Napster, like before even like the first mm-hmm, one on Napster, mm-hmm. someone had said that that song is by. <sighs> oh, on on Napster they miss yeah, yeah they, they mislabel so it. Yeah. happened all the time, and like the, the most popular version of the download of Where is my mind, they had said it was by another famous band. I forget what band. And there was a friend of mine. This is like in our twenties. And uh, he was like, oh, I love Where's My Mind by, and he said the wrong. He's, and I was like, yes. oh, that's not who sings it, it's the Pixies. But you, like, that's from Napster. And he was like, refused. And now we have, like, you can Google this. But yeah. he was like, no, no, no. I listened to that song so much in high school, and it's by whatever, Bush. When I was a kid, I thought uh, Gin and Juice, the Snoop Dogg song, was by DMX because of a mislabel like that. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would the... discover bands like that all the time. Yeah. Do you think oh, people cool. mislabeled cool. it on purpose to be dicks or they just didn't know and they just spread it around by accident? It's a good question. I like, remember. Like, you're not knowing brother... you stunk. <laughs> you're spreading <laughs> I it around. I a reason. I remember my brother one time came over and I had, uh, I had put, I don't know how, I put some music on him. There was uh, Give Up the Grudge. Remember that song? Give Up the Grudge. I think it was by Gob. Anyway, I had put this on and I didn't know who it was by, and I just guessed. I put some forty-one. I'm blushing right now thinking of this. And uh, you didn't blush at all during this stink story. <laughs> but this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is embarrassing. And my brother was like, uh, "Oh, that's not by some forty-one. 
that's my god but i was like oh i think my younger i think my, my you, younger sister was labeling them and he was like you threw no, her under wasn't. the bus yeah and he was like no she why would she ever even use this she doesn't know the 90s she doesn't know this and i was like yeah being called out on it yes it made me blush and to this day I'm, yeah nobody know. yeah being called out on something when you're wrong yeah and when you lie purposely and, and it's like and if a lie the whole point of the lie was to save myself from embarrassment right so then to be called out on it's like yeah the it's worst. down the worst I think now you should take the time on this show to apologize to your sister, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I needed it. Uh, I had the first iPod with the buttons. Mm. That was cool. I remember that, like, showing that off, like you outside Best Buy with the... With Jerking the... off. <laughs> <laughs> iPod photo? That one was so funny because you could put photos on it. A guy in my school had it. Yeah. But you couldn't take photos, obviously. So you you have them on your computer and you'd have to drag them onto your iPod and oh bring it. God. It's such oh. a redundant thing. Jono, I can't believe Again. that the episode that you've come into. I feel bad, but I have a porn story now that that just reminded me of it. That's inappropriate for this kind of. When show. I had the iPod Video, there was like a bunch of porn that I put onto it, <laughs> <laughs> and I did it like one day. I only had it on there literally for a day. Like I had this idea to put, and it was like this artsy. Uh, um, video series. I bet it was. There was no uh, nudity, <laughs> but it was uh, like Latin Lover. No, no, no. It wasn't softcore. It was like anyway. I don't want to get to get too into that. But I put it on there and meticulously labeled, as you might imagine, mm-hmm. I would do. Oh, that even as a young, yes, yeah, wow. From the beginning, I had to label everything. Some forty-one. <laughs> Except uh, you let your sister do it. <laughs> I hope this story doesn't end with you blaming your sister for mislabeled porn. But truly, I was put it on this video on this video iPod, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." I had never even watched it. I swear this because I put it on there like this is smart. And then the next day, I was hanging out with a friend, <laughs> girlfriend, potential girlfriend. She was not my girlfriend at the time. That was a good twist. And. uh and we were like hanging out and we were listening to music on that. We'd go for a drive or whatever, listening to music on that. And she was like, I'm going uh, skiing tomorrow. Can I borrow your iPod so that I can listen to this on the drive? And I was like, no problem. This is making me, my skin blush. Yeah, this is. So I, I was like, no problem. Drop her off. She takes the iPod. I'm driving home and I'm like, oh, oh no, no, God. no. There's it, it, not that much payoff to the story other than I turned around. And like went to her house, just went back in. I was like, "Oh, I, I, I need that iPod. I'm driving. I'm just making something up." And, like, and she's like, <laughs> "My, my younger sister's driving." <laughs> <laughs> she really wants to listen to Sum Forty One. And I was, she was. I remember just the sheer strangeness because you know when you're like, my heart was pounding. I yeah. was so pre embarrassed about something that I'm like, I wasn't even like making something up. Well, pre embarrassed. Like, I really need that. I, I forgot. I really need that. You can't take that iPod tomorrow. Oh, Please. Yeah. And then she's like, why would you come back? Like, okay, here. And I'm like, great, great, great. And then I w- went home immediately, destroyed those videos off there, and they were never... Destroyed no them, aka dragging them to an external hard time. And did it work out? With the... uh, yeah, we dated for some she's time. She's your wife today? No. <laughs> you don't wear deodorant. <laughs> Play Duck Hunt together all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Give me. Don't say Duck Hunt again. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that person. I wonder if she was if she was to hear that story, if she would be like, "Oh, I always wondered." Maybe she's listening now. Why you had came back hours later, not hours later, forty five minutes later, in a panic. Forty five minutes. Is like a scary <laughs> but not kind sweating. Of... I can't get to sleep without it. There's whale sounds on there. I really need to My listen to them. ASMR. You were an early adopter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
guys, I have a question uh, adjacent to our pilot, which, you know, is what we do on the show. Favorite mothers on uh, TV shows? I thought you were going to say, like, in real life, like, as if my dad married, like, four women. <laughs> Who's your favorite TV mother? Ian, we'll start with you, so we don't put John on the spot. Maybe, like, that I'd actually want to be my mom, or no, that I found funny? to watch. Doesn't have to be funny. It could be interesting. I mean, I had a weird affinity for the parents on the OC. Oh, like Sandy yeah. Cohen and Kristen Cohen. You like the mom? I love Sandy. The Both mom. of them. They, I was kind of like, there was some weird parental vibes for yeah. that. Uh, and as you know, when I did Covert Affairs, Peter Gallagher yeah. was on that show. And he was the first dude who I was like, I can't let this guy know like that I saw every episode of that. Right. I looked, so I had to play it cool in front of him. Right. Um, yeah, but maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe, maybe their parents? Yeah. Maybe you would be co-hosting the show had with I him. Had I brought it up, maybe he would have been the dad I always looked for. Yeah. Probably, probably not. But then I was going to say the Costanza parents are funny, but like, mm. yeah. The Costanza parents are great. so funny. What about you, Jono? It's a tough call. I immediately, a couple people come to mind. Aunt Viv. Yeah. Uh, Angela on Who's the Boss. Okay. Because they're like boss ladies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see I a think, type going here. And if we're going to extend it into the animated realm, Marge Simpson. Yeah, Marge Simpson, I think, oh, is Oh, Marge. I he feel, may be the goat. Yeah, I feel like that Marge might be my... I... Uh, so I started, it's funny, we had to, I, I had to get unlimited internet at some point because I was watching so much Simpsons. Don't so much <laughs> porn onto your iPod photo. It was just like when, before Disney Plus came out, when I was just buying episodes, uh, seasons of The Simpsons in HD and just the sheer. Just crushing it. Just crushing it. And I'd be watching it with my wife and she really opened my eyes to how funny Marge is. Because I've always loved The Simpsons, grew up on The Simpsons, loved Mo loved like there's so many characters i loved and i never really you realized. based a lot of your life off barney <laughs> and now marge is hands down my favorite she's so funny and we'll watch now and now i'm like always looking for these things and i'm i think the writers have so much fun with marge in this like capturing weird things that their mother would do mm. in a in the uh and you know the, that mom thing of getting little things wrong like just a little bit wrong it's like a universal mom thing I think that Marge excels at that. I love that one. It's My true. mom can't say arugula. If her life <laughs> My mom can't say it. tortilla. Tortilla? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's classic. That's just something it's, that happens when you get a mom. Hey, My wife is a mom now. A mom. She does it too. She's calling your, your TV an, a Nintendo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo. She Pokemon? Was talking about, we were talking about American Pie because we saw um, Jen Coolidge on uh, White Lotus. And she's like, oh, that's, um, that's uh, Scottson's mom. <laughs> like, is that like the stiffler is it stiffler yeah. mixed scotson that's so funny well it's a lot of trauma pushing a baby out. Yeah. and then, then another one she said recently that i really liked was we've got what uh, talking about marvel and she's like what's the second one it's captain america full flight I'm like, just make that up. <laughs> like, it's not anywhere close to what it is yeah, it's, like, it's like a classic mom that's thing. like someone lying that yeah i've seen marvel yeah, uh, yeah. full flight yeah, is a good of... one you guys haven't seen it it's only out in asia uh what do you i don't another, another few moms that are great i i didn't watch the show very much but i love jane kismerics for malcolm in the middle mm. like that's, uh, oh yeah really even yeah. the shoe's so intense that but, reminded me of like real life yeah i knew like families that were like that i think that that's he, why it was you're great. looking at one buddy <laughs> 
I love you, Mom, if you're listening, which, God, I hope you're not because of the first half of this show. <laughs> Thank you for the Nintendo. It was a great distraction. Uh, for me, uh, yeah, Mars, like you said, that was, if I had another one. Are you basing yourself off any TV dads? Are you a dad, Jono? No. No, nor no. am I. Are you, but like... You... Am I basing myself off any TV dads? Emulating? What a great question. Am I emulating any TV dads? Wow. Consciously or... Probably more consciously than unconsciously. I think that there's some... No, I guess I'm not. TV dads is weird. Because they're all dicks? No, it's like... Am I emulating any TV dads? Huh, that's such a good question. I don't have an answer for you, it. You said you were pre-embarrassed. Do you consider yourself pre-divorced? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my kid's name is based off a dad, like a famous dad. Yeah, he wouldn't be the one to emulate, though, I don't think. Well, it reminds me of my... In that movie, The Royal Tenenbaum. Royal Tenenbaum. Right, Gene right. Hackman's character. Gene Hackman's character. But so. not exactly like a loving there for you father. But like... A cool guy. Like, I'd like <laughs> to have a beer with that dude. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to... I don't think I like any TV dads. What TV dads can I even think of that are good? Uncle Phil, like you said, with Aunt Viv. And, but a lot of the TV dads seem to be like the most flawed. There's like yeah. the the eldest son and the dad. They're like super flawed. So yeah, they have lots right. of kind of like you know negative things happening to them. They're kind of a punching bag. Yes. They're, the, they're the person who can be made fun of the easiest. Hal's yeah. not a bad dad. From he's working Hal, hard he's on, like on uh, Malcolm Middle. Yeah, but I. But you're right. He is kind of a joke. He's a yeah, bag. like they you're don't respect him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you need a cool, respected, but good father, dad. I don't know if it exists, which maybe means it doesn't exist in real life. It's... I, I guess it's, it kind of speaks <laughs> to how... <laughs> it kind of speaks to how, like, TV has been over generations where it's like, okay, this is probably a male stand-up who's getting a sitcom right mm. now. So He's... their dad is either going to be... Like, their dad's... They're either the dad, yeah. so then they're the kind of focal point and you have uh, a lot of humor around their situations or they're cool and their dad has to be a punching bag like you're saying yeah so like that's a big probably a big part they're also of played by a stand-up who's spent their 20s and 30s in nightclubs every night for the last 20 years yeah like if they're played by someone who probably wouldn't be a good dad yeah just in the every most case toxic male environment yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. every night on cocaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're the star you have seven kids in this show Fucking yeah, Tim the Toolman Taylor, like yeah, right. he's supposed like, to be the man's, man's man, man, but his wife doesn't respect him. No, Matt, Ned Flanders is a good dad. Be Ned Flanders. I don't want to be Flanders. You're you're not you're a Flanders. I like Ted Danson on Fargo. I didn't see it. Did you see two. Fargo? I saw season two. one. Season two is one of the best. I consider it like the best season of any television ever. Was season two the UFO one? Yeah, yeah. It's I love it. I don't remember Ted Danson though. He's uh he is uh he is molly from the first season's mom's dad right so right, he's right. a sheriff right 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 and he yeah, okay. nails it i thought Fuck. fargo season one was like almost perfect and then i thought season two was better i couldn't believe was there how good it was season three yeah it's good right. it's okay uh johnny you directed a bunch of season three right <laughs> yeah it did actually it's fucking shit <laughs> it's so good okay I, that's all my that's my only adjacent thing to this uh to this show how I met your mother. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you met. Or do, I, do you say your wife's name on here? I never have. I always say my. I wife. think you have. I always say my wife because I think it's a funny joke. Do you want me to delete this? Yeah. Just okay. to keep the joke going. Well, you have an interesting story because I was with you kind of when you met Royal's mother. Well, <laughs> Royal's mother. <laughs> 
Uh, well, you I, say your baby's name? I first <laughs> met my wife. Uh, this is so embarrassing. You can never say it. At an improv More embarrassing jam. than the 40 other stories we told <laughs> this last 20 minutes? It was like an improv jam. Like an improv jam. That's the, that's Oof. Those two words. Royal yeah. should have never been born. Like, that's, <laughs> like that's the lamest, most square thing. That you may be closer to Hal from Malcolm Little than you think. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she was very funny and, um, and remains very funny. I was thinking about something about our wedding, actually, that I wanted to bring up to you. It was something about that day. Oh, I know what it is. It's based on the pilot. Don't let me forget. Oh, okay. So later on, yeah, you got some juice coming. Well, it. should we talk about the show? Yeah, we we'll take a quick break, break and segment? we'll talk about the show. Cool? Cool. How I Met Your Mother, created by Craig Thomas and Carter Bays. Original air date September 19, 2005. The series follows Ted Mosby and his group of friends as he recounts to his future son and daughter the events from September 2005 to May 2013 that led him to meet their mother. The show featured several tie-in books written by fan-favorite character Barney Stinson. I guess in the end, the real mother was the adventures we had for 208 episodes. Oh! <laughs> oh, very nice good. One. How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Uh, 2005. Had have you had you, either of you seen it before? Had you seen it? I had not seen the pilot. I dated someone who it was a big fan when it was on in like the late 2000s. Okay. Then so I've seen a couple episodes or snippets. Yeah. Like, you had seen it for sure. A it lot. Was, yeah. Well, it just seems like it's always on yeah. everywhere. Like if you go to a relative's house, it's just loudly playing on the TV. <laughs> I think it was. I'm glad popular. you brought that up because I actually was thinking today when you came over, you're like, "Hey, can you turn on the lights when when you came to my house?" Because I really like dim, dim lights, mm. and you hate it. But another thing is, you think I listen to TV way louder, yeah, <laughs> and so you saying that uh, I was thinking about that earlier today that we have very different light yeah. preferences and sound. I like television. the light bright and the TV low with subtitles. Yeah, on. I, I'm complete opposite. Dim, like, I want lamps. I don't even like overhead do lights. You, do you sit and watch TV with like the overhead yeah, light on? Yeah. Whoa. See, that would make me, I couldn't No, do... like that makes me psychotic. I, <laughs> I, I need like a, a nice tungsten lamp. Yeah. Yes. Dimmable. Corner lights. Oh, yeah. Yes. What about me? How loud is your TV? Loud enough to hear or do you have to read the subtitles? I love I, Again, growing up playing in punk bands, like I can barely hear you guys. Yeah. Do you have tinnitus? So. What's that? Do you have tinnitus? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Dude, why I like living in the city, like over back home, because it drowns out my tinnitus. Wow. Like, the wow. rumble of the city uh, just kind of takes care so of it. So when you're in, like, when you go out back, like, I, we went and visited my wife's family in Vancouver Island. First of all, I, I didn't imagine that something could be so dark, like, when you take oh, out yeah. all sources of light. <laughs> yeah. It's truly like, but then the silence, I was like, that's, I haven't heard that in a long time. Did you time. like it? Uh, no. <laughs> So you see, we have like I'm going to one of those sensory deprivation chambers tomorrow night oh. for, for sport. Pre-pandemic, before I moved from moved out of Toronto, I would do that. I had a membership at, at Float Float at, on, uh, What's it called on Queen Street? Yes, yeah. that's the one I'm going to. I would go once a month, and I would do like the two-hour floats. The first in the morning, yeah. For last at night, ninety minutes. You got yeah. yeah you don't got to tell me about those. It's floats. crazy, yeah. Uh, that's so funny, and you know what's interesting? I mean, I worked as like all actors in a bar for many years at night, so my hearing, I didn't realize at the time. I was like, "This is a great way to make so much cash." Uh, it's way worse than it was. Oh yeah. Yes. That's uh, and that's why we back. like sitting in the in space, just listening to our thoughts overneath the deafness, floating in salt. Yeah. That's wild. I've never done it. I don't think I could handle. It. Uh, okay. So I had also seen it here and there. Um. And I had some 
people I knew who really liked it quite a bit. And then also the internet seemed to like it quite a bit for a time. Like it was, a it was popular... definitely the show like of that time period. I think the show of, uh... no, I, but I know exactly what you mean because I don't want to spoil like my overall thoughts on it, but I think my general feeling of it for the past years has been that this is the, it's the sneaky, it's the worst show that's considered good. Mm. That's what that was interesting. That was what my perception of it because it's not like, like anger management or two and a half men or something. It's not like that. That it's actually just bad. It's just yeah. It's and and that's so fine. you directed a couple episodes. <laughs> I did. And it was a terrible time. <laughs> it's it's this show that is like considered, I think, by the the zeitgeist to be a good show. But I'm like, but it's the worst of those. I was surprised today by how, even though it was only 25 minutes, how like I was kind of not. And I just know if I wasn't in the headspace to watch a sitcom. Right. But I was like, this is kind of schmackty for me. And uh, I just maybe don't love them as much as I thought. I, I could see the script. Like, I could, yeah. I could kind yeah, of feel exactly the imprint of it. And, like, recently I've been kind of diving into the idea of writing sitcom specs because I was in L.A. during the pandemic. And you got to think of other ways to yeah. try and make things work. And so I'm reading these scripts. And now going back to this, I'm like, oh, this is when it really just started to become even more it was always a formula but yeah. like a really extreme formula totally. that hits, led to some really extremely bad tv and like some of the things in this one like the some of the runners like the suits runner oh my god how many times it was hit i was like it is not a joke it's like it's it replaces a joke and the writer of it is like truly at some point it's like oh i can just say suits again here right? i was like, blown away why that was in the first episode because suit up yeah. Was throughout the whole, I don't know how many seasons. Same with Wait For It. There was a and bunch of And have you met Ted? Yeah. I'd have people like I Me went too. to college with yeah. say those lines. I'd uh, assume those were lore they found in the show. No, no, no. Day one pilot. There was a, I was going to say there was a guy I knew who was kind of nerdy in uh, uh, high school. And then I didn't see him for a long time. And then after he borrowed your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Some 45 minutes later. <laughs> And then I was back in this in a circle with the guy briefly, and he bummed me out so hard. And he idolized Barney Stinson from yes. the show, and he would say "suit up," Ugh. and he would wear suits at college, and uh, he would do the wait for it, and he would like talk very disparagingly about women. And it's like this guy loved that thing. And remember, there was the like Barney Stinson bro code book that was like a companion piece to the you're show you're right not ironic too like not, not a, well that was like the, when the show was on was remember that book the game by neil strauss yeah like pickup artists and like the idea of like that exact thing the bro book tucker max i hope they yeah. see here in hell and a little bit of pose law what we were talking about before is like is barney supposed to be a uh parody of some yeah, kind of thing of this that... because this guy did not think so he thought, thought barney was the coolest thing in the world that was my thing, because like Neil Patrick Harris is this, yeah, yeah. is this a, a satirical thing? Is this like showing a mirror to the audience to be like, don't be this like over energetic, probably cokehead guy? <laughs> Finance, he's clearly a cokehead. But it was clearly giving people permission to yes. suit up and you know talk about guys, the like cab drivers' wives negatively. And... That, that was brutal. Oh man. my I, god! I was like. I, to be fair, I laughed at that line because I'm a fucking psycho. I'll any mean joke, yeah. but, but I like, would make a joke like that. The Yeah, I think, and I think Neil Patrick Harris is like, do you think he's proud of this role, like mm -hmm. looking back? He did it for like nine years. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, is it tongue in cheek? Like Neil's obviously gay. 
Like, like when they cast this, was it like, hey, you'll have fun playing cheek, this douchebag? Right. That and that's the thing is the audience didn't perceive it as that. No, no, and I didn't perceive it as that. It's fifteen years later, whatever it is. Um, 50, yeah, sixteen years later, it's like it's too. Yeah. What about the other characters? Uh, <laughs> you wore a suit tonight to the show. Is that? Well, I suited up related? all the way over. Yeah. Yeah. Suit up. You know what's crazy? The first he thing... would do the "Have you met Ted?" thing. Like he thought he would yeah. do that. Oh, I've seen people do that. I, I, I didn't even. Let my fucking skin crawl. I would rather let that girl see that iPod than, uh, than uh, <laughs> hear someone say "Have you met Rock?" Right. Um, <laughs> I was blown away when the opening card. The first thing it says twenty thirty, and I'm like. That's not that far away. Yeah. It's not. And do you really think that like those picture frames wouldn't be moving and those kids <laughs> wouldn't have some weird <laughs> fucking like, ocular implant? Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Oh, speaking of the inaccuracies of that, um, the uh, what my wife was saying when we were watching it is, okay, so this came out in 2005 and I'm not nostalgic for that time yet. So when we're rewatching Seinfeld or when you're watching Friends and it's this big 90s look, even when you're not too into an episode of Friends, you're like, this looks like this. I didn't want to see, I graduated 2005, I didn't want to see this look. No. It's not that, there's yeah. nothing nostalgic about it for the me. The music yeah. from that The period. style just looks bad. He's obsessed with his suit. The suit doesn't fit no, him very well. No, it's dumpy. It yeah. more than my grad suit fit me, though. Oh, sure, like, yeah. It was probably even, like, back then, like, it would, it, oh, Barney's wearing a tighter, sh- like, suit. It would probably be a joke, because we're all wearing those triple XL. Right. Like, did you ever see LeBron's yeah, it's draft hilarious. class photos? It's yes. insane. It's so, so fun. Have you seen it? No. It's the draft class of LeBron's draft class. It, everyone's wearing like six XL right. suits. It's so funny to now when you see, like, everyone's yeah. obsessed with their fit. Like, there's like a fashion show every night before the game as they're walking to the... My okay. suit from grad couldn't be bigger, but even if you look at like The Apprentice or something, yeah, all the guys who are supposed to be snappy, billionaire, they're wearing suits just, that look like they're yeah, nine sizes. Yeah, yeah, insane. it's crazy. And everyone's hair is a little bit like that style, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to really see this. It's, is it a? Is it Saget who does the narration? Yeah, I was gonna ask that question. Yeah, yeah. So he's the it, unseen narrator of the older Ted Mosby for the entire run, and he wasn't in the credits that I could spot. Uncredited. Wow. Uncredited. Yeah. But so very obvious. But it's funny, just to jump on the last thing you said, I wrote, feels like looking at a video of yourself in college and realizing what a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, because that's that, what it is. It's yeah. like, oh, like I wore those pants. Totally. Like we all wore those weird clunky shoes. Yes. And, well, that is kind of coming. It is back. Right. But obviously kind of weirdly ironic and exaggerated and yeah, if you're, somehow more stylish. I have a pair of shoes. Do you guys remember Supras? No. They were like, I, I mean, they're horrible. They're like huge, like almost moon boot, like high top. Right. They're way too big. I bought a pair, excuse me, in grade, in 2009. 2009. I bought a brand new pair of all white Supras that I'm like, I put as a goal to myself. I'm like, when I'm a lead on a show, I'm going to wear these to the premiere. It's going to be so cool. And I put them in a box as like a, a something to chase. I still have them. <laughs> have you seen Sideways? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, Similar thing. I don't. It's he's not a spoiler, supers. but he's been holding this, uh, like this, the best ever bottle of wine for the entire his life, essentially, like waiting for a, a ten year anniversary of his now divorce. Yes, and it's like still got it. It's like at what point are you going to put those? What on? time you wear them? Yeah, yeah. They uh, hopefully they come back by the time. Right? <laughs> they are not. They would need an explanation if I were to wear those in public. I think a sad thing about the look of everyone is that nothing's too out there. Like sometimes. On pilots, I think this is even at the Friends pilot, like 
the outfits they're wearing on the pilot of Friends, I don't think are typical of what the fashion was right then. Mm. It's like a exaggerated. They're trying to really be this yuppie, this uh, this hip, uh, young twenty somethings in a coffee shop. I think this is pretty typical of what it was looking like, and it's bad in the sense of like I, when we were wearing those things, I was like, "This is timeless. It's not crazy bell bottoms or anything." Right. But it, it doesn't look timeless at all. Nothing, <laughs> nothing's timeless. Everything, yeah. all slang we're using now, all opinions we have right now in fifteen years, I'm like, oh. God, delete this episode. <laughs> but yeah, like those Paul's fish taco joint, like kind yeah. of faded prints, just random things oh, were so man. ubiquitous. I recently got rid of a whole bunch of stuff I've had for like 15 years and it was all huge yeah. graphics, super like... Faded on yeah. purpose. And uh, yeah, just like... Uh, oh my God, I forgot about that. I had so many like graphic tees. And just random, yes. like non-existing yes. businesses or trucking yeah. lines or whatever. I can't believe yeah. that trucking line well it's like thrift stores were cool in the late 90s and people started wearing like yeah. trucker hats and right, diner and shirts ironically and then urban like, oh yeah or something. we could we could sell this we could totally mark this up yeah hilarious no it's so funny uh, uh never mind yeah <laughs> so what about what about uh uh we we got a couple of other characters do you think so yeah that the narrator having said it was inspired at all by Arrested Development because he would have setups to punchline. Like he almost did the, and he didn't. Like there was one point where he paused. Sagan had, a, I think only one part. I wish I wrote it down. But like he made a joke where he roasted Ted and then Ted said the line. Oh, it said uh, Marshall, Jason Siegel's character is really, is it, it Marshall was in law school. So he was very good at quicking on his feet. And yeah. then he said something dumb. Yeah. But you think like having the narrator almost, I was like, oh, is this going to happen throughout? But then it never happened again. Uh, well, Arrested Development came out two years before this. So do you think it was at all? They were like, oh, we've got to have the narrator as like kind of a character who wrote, it was so weird. Does well, that I one? think that they use it a little bit different in this, which is that the, the something they play with throughout the show is that he's an unreliable narrator to his kids. So a game they play a lot is like instead of talking about sex, they'll talk. He'll say checkers or whatever, and because he's he's telling a story to his kids, but we're seeing the reality. Oh, so that's a little different. Than so he the, lies sometimes. So yeah, so he lies in the narration. like all dads. See, that's what you got to learn from watching these. Yeah. Uh, so that's something they play play with, but I think even just the conceit of having the fun, it's funny because uh, I'll say this a bit later when we're talking about our final thoughts, but yeah. Arrested Development is so good. <laughs> oh, so good. That's why I wondered. It's because, you know, there are funny people who write on bad shows. So I wonder if they were of like, course. hey, is there a way that's kind of in vogue at the time where we get the narrator in as a character? Well, it's, the, I mean, it's the entire point of the show is this narration. And it's like telling your story, the story of meeting your mother to these kids. Do you guys know how this show ends? I thought about skipping, but I wanted to hear it from you. Do you know? I was thinking I the know. same thought. I do <clears throat> know. And I was surprised. I know it's, and it's, it's famously hated. Yeah. Um, we can say it, right? They all go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts after, the black a little too after early. a clip show. <laughs> Larry David says that he's like, and I agree with him, that episode, the final episode I think is good, but it there was a clip show right before it. They did like an hour long clip show and then they interject clips into the finale. Mm. And he's like, there was too many clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot of that final episode, he's, he's like, I think holds up and I agree. But, uh, it's it was more like, like a toast to sign. It was a than, toast uh, rather than a an actual series an ender. Right. So in the, do you want to hear how this? Ends? Yeah, please. So, spoiler alert. So they go through nine seasons of, and I will say there's some kind of artful episodes that they do. 
where they play with this they give you clues so it's a little bit of an x-files thing where you've got the monster of the week <laughs> are there over 22 se- episodes of a season and then there's a couple episodes each season that's like this is important this inspired lost your, your mom was wearing yellow uh, had a yellow umbrella so then for the next few seasons every time you see a yellow umbrella you're like oh is that her right and then it's like your mom had a cello stand up bass and it's all these things and it goes across so then in the final episode of the second last season we meet her then they do this really bizarre thing where the entire last season takes place over the same 72 hours oh Uh, Oh, and you're seeing a rashomon not a rashomon essentially a rashomon of everyone wait was that the same around like that would have been so nine years after 2005 2014 was that when netflix brought back arrested development and did that whole season in a day too no i think this is yeah, you know what? Could be around. Could be around that Have high. these writers just been like, this is the more mainstream? Could be, rip-off. because it's essentially the same thing, where they do this whole last season over the course of a three, few, days. three days of wedding weekend. Yeah. And uh, you're seeing this wedding weekend. So even though now we know who the mother is, we still don't see Ted Meter for half the episode. Then they get together. They're together for a couple episodes, and then she dies of cancer. And uh, the, it turns <laughs> out that the story that he's been telling to his kids over these nine years... He's like, and that's the story. And at the end of it, he's asking permission if he can now date Robin or oh. Aunt Robin. And they're like, Dad, you don't. You obviously loved this person all along. You go, and he goes, and they're Whoa, together. I thought he had already. I knew that everyone hated it, and yeah. that he ended up with Robin, and that the wife died after three minutes later after the wedding. Yeah. And I was like, I was blown away when in this episode, how much they hint to that, because the whole setup of the pilot is obviously him trying. Well, to it's a off. whole will they, won't they with those characters. Yeah. And the, it's a bait and switch because you think it's going to say, that's how I met your mother. And he says, that's how I met your Aunt Robin. Exactly. Another interesting thing they did is around season four, they, uh, they had these kids that they cut to a lot, like three times an episode, they cut to the kids' reactions and the kids are growing up. Mm. So they were like, okay, we want to make sure we get these kids... For, uh, so they filmed their reaction to the finale like six years ahead of time. So Whoa. they knew essentially what it was and they filmed it. Oh. And they're like, so we had this, then we can go back to this uh, in, in season nine. And I remember when it was happening. I don't know why I know so much about this. I guess just reading. Wikipedia you saw every episode. <laughs> Those actors, the, the two kid actors, when it was coming out, they were like, Honestly, I don't. I didn't even remember what it was. Like it's so long ago. That's the flaw <laughs> with the show. No kid is. If your dad's telling you a nine-year story, after twenty minutes, you're like, "Dude, I want to go outside and play." Like, wait, I don't care that I don't much. Like how duck you met Mom? A wink. Uh, and that's what. But I knew. So everyone hated that he married Robin. Obviously, or hated the that. He I think cho- they hated that they spent nine years trying to introduce his mother character, and she was only on screen for like six episodes, and then yeah. he died. But and that's it, all I knew about it. So that's why when when the kids at the end of this episode go, Aunt Robin, all I knew was he marries Robin, and right. I thought that was their stepmom. I'm like, you're still calling your stepmom Aunt Robin? Like, no. No. was his wife like w- was the mother amazing? Like, was she a great character, or is it just like, hey, and woo? <laughs> She's played by an amazing actress, Christina Milotti, I think is how you pronounce her last name. She was in uh, Palm Springs, that movie last year. Oh, yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's her? I love that She's movie. She's in Fargo season two as Molly's mom. Uh, really? Her. Yeah. Uh, great. And uh, I was really excited when I saw I watched, I really like the Shins, and they do a huge Shins uh, needle drop in the episode where they reveal the mom. The Shins was definitely a 2005 
Yeah, yeah, every any music that was on that iPod along with the uh, video series. Very classy porn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very classy, tasteful on the record. It was tasteful. It was incredibly tasteful. I'm sure it was. I'll put a GIF on that on social. You so know. is Duck Hunt. <laughs> uh, so we got a couple more characters. We got Allison Hannigan and Jason Segel, who were the two people that I laughed out loud at in this episode. Segel also knew what this show was. Like, if you guys remember that cutaway in This Is The End, yeah, he kind of rolls making, his eyes. Like, yeah, I'm on it, and the pie's on my face. <laughs> like, he knows what it is. I, I like them the most. One of the notes that I had was I like the cab drivers, and I like the way that Lily looked at Marshall when he when Barney kissed him. And he's like, I, he didn't give me the signal. And he's like, I swear. And he yeah. looks at her and she just kind of smiles at him. I was like, that's nice. I laughed out loud when he's yeah. doing that. I didn't. I swear. I'm like, that's yeah. great. The cab uh, that, would be like so driver. You're, you're telling yeah. me you're going to leave a meter running? I used to not even like getting red lights in cabs because I was like, this is $200. <laughs> Remember one time we had a web series and I had got strep throat. This is before I had any money at all. I was so broke. And uh, I was, I got, I used to get strep throat a few times a year. And we were doing a photo shoot for our web series, and I was like at the beginning of it coming down with it, and it happened so fast that my fever was just increasing over the thing. And I'm supposed to be a wreck in the web series, and the photos look so good because I'm truly feverish. <laughs> my eyes are darker even than they usually are. And I'm like this, and I'm sweating, and then I was like, guys, I got to go. And I would have usually either walked home or taken TTC, and I'm like getting more higher, higher fever, and I'm like, I got to get a cab. And I was like, can you just... I have $20, so can you just take me? How far can you take me? <laughs> <laughs> 300 feet. <laughs> like, I, you I, grew the beard for, for the web series as a character. Because yeah. we're like, look how crazy this would look. Yeah. It's so it's funny that became your real it. look. I've had it for like 10 years And now. your defining look. What was that called? I feel like I may have seen it. Party Show. Party Show, yeah. yeah. And AJ was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember seeing it. I was concerned actually today watching this. It's funny. I was thinking Party Show too because I was like, Oh shit! My character was closer to Barney. Not that you know, he was a psychopath. But but show. it was so far. But it was. But that was would, complete tongue in cheek. Yes, like you never would and, have been like, is this guy actually? No, exactly. Like, and my character wasn't like he. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wasn't successful. And was actually the spoiler was that he was the devil incarnate yeah. pretending. So we never got to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got canceled. I like that series though. By the way, I uh, think when I saw it, I was like, I got to be friends with these guys. Uh, <laughs> I want to. They're doing really, good stuff. It, you yeah. man, like you tracked us. You were guys. It, it wasn't none of this was organic. I found out <laughs> yeah. him. Well, thanks very much. We were just talking about it last week after the pod about like the huge mistakes we made after episode one, just going so big so fast. Right. And episode one was mostly just an excuse for the three of us to improvise on camera in the same room. And then immediately the next two were like, okay, split up stories where we never interact on yeah, screen. Right. The whole reason we wanted to do a show together yeah. was to work together. So and then we, we're never in the same together. room. You got turned into writers. Yes. And now here we are on a podcast. So you guys heard, donate to the Patreon. You heard him say he was so broke. Our show got canceled. So Jason Siegel, great. Allison Hennigan, great. That taxi driver becomes a running joke. They bring him back. Oh, that guy's in night. a lot of yeah. them? Yeah. I recognize that actor. He, he, he works back, that yeah. guy. He works. Oh, he's he back works. in the series. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Is he always out for drinks with them? He's. It, it, it'll be lots of like, for instance, in the big uh, uh, needle drop I was talking about with the shins in season eight, last episode finale, they're about to take the limo to their wedding weekend and limo thing goes down. He's and the him, Hello. It's fun things like that. Nice. Everything that happens in the nine years happened in this pilot. Like they could have just like, saved. Yeah, yeah. All recurring characters. I was surprised that the wife 
wasn't the woman he first flirts with at the bar who's dating the bartender? Carl or whatever. I was like, wouldn't that be funny if that's who he marries nine years later? Well, I think that's another thing too. Oh, that's something I have to talk about. This show suffered from something that is a huge pet peeve of mine, which is um, when writers, how do I put this? Media that is a mystery that takes place over a long period of time where they can almost do like a, testing in live with their audience so i think harry potter suffered from this and lost suffered from this worse than any show imaginable where this is a mystery and the collective uh mind of the internet is is uh, energized to solve it game Big no i don't think game of thrones suffered from this but where the the audience would guess the mystery mm. and the writers would say oh that's not actually it and then have to come up with something else that's worse. Right. And Lost, I think, really suffered from this because they wanted it to be... Lost is the perfect example because it was the beginning of the internet and they had this huge mystery and there's like message boards completely devoted to solving it and the writers were wanted to be too clever by half. Like, they didn't want it to be solved. So they'd be like, no, 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 uh, that's actually... And then clearly that was... And it would be better to be like, you're right. Now enjoy it. Yeah, that's how I feel. Or just not even respond. And then when it is that, it's like, great. You nailed it. Which is what Game of Thrones did do. Because with the Jon Snow lineage, that's been a fan theory forever. That was cool that they didn't change it. But Martin now says he is changing the ending. He He says he's changing it now, but that's... But but those books are never going to come out, so it's moot. Right. Um, Like, he's just never going to publish another thing. He's like three shows he's executive producer on. He's, he's, he's too rich. He's, he's, he's fine. More he's fine. He's not worried about red lights and cabs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think this show suffered from that too because they would put all these clues in and then like you're saying, you meet that woman at the bar and fans are like, I bet that's the mom. Mm-hmm. And eventually they just have to introduce a new character. Of course. Every time. Did you ever get the thing? I love TV. And something that would bum me out on sitcoms is when they would introduce a... Uh, a new love interest for the star. Uh, for instance, the rest of development, Julie Louis Dreyfus, the goat. I think the best to ever do TV is Julie Louis Dreyfus, and they bring her on for two episodes. And it's introduced to the love interest, but I'm like, well, I know she signed on for two episodes. She's a giant star. On this right. show. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think, no, on the rest of development. Oh. Like, I have a feeling this relationship's not going to work right. out. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, Brad Pitt comes on on Friends. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if he's going to be the seventh <laughs> friend. Uh, so Robin, I'm getting a little ahead, but yeah. she leaves the date because there's a jumper. Yes. Have you guys ever seen a jumper in real life? Or yeah. A... You have? In my building, yeah. I saw it. In your building? Yeah. You live on two floors. No, no, my old building. It was Someone jumped brutal. off? Yeah. Uh, wow. It, yeah, it's pretty rough stuff. I saw it too. Me and Christian Smith in LA were stuck on the, uh, you know, Franklin Village? Yeah. Do you remember that? There's like a little bridge. As you're crossing just off Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. A, a homeless guy just was there looking and we're like sitting in traffic and he just, we're watching this guy and he just climbs over the thing and onto the 101. Fuck. Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen I, a jumper, but my next door neighbor shot himself on his front step when I was growing up. Holy so shit. I saw that. Like, you saw that? Well, I didn't, I saw it like three seconds later. It was a, a boom and a. Holy smoke. That So that was pretty fucked up. Yeah, but, that's uh, similar to, because I worked at an based. office across the street from my building. So, like, the window was facing like that. So, I wasn't at home. I was literally across the street. Oof. You saw the guy fall off? No, like, I saw the immediate three seconds later. Right. Yeah, somebody... Uh, brutal. Someone, we moved, actually. It because of that? Out, yeah. Somebody... I shouldn't tell you then. 
Because you won't no, come it, back to do this. No, it's not about that. It was about like, we, I, we didn't like going on the balcony anymore. It gave oh. us like, yeah. the, the, what's it called? The the Call of the Void. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like way too much Call of the Void after that. That's what I had with the uh, duck hunt. <laughs> <laughs> the Call of the Void. I used to have to distract my friends. That's what I'm calling it forever now. <laughs> that plastic gun going off. You're just like, oh. <laughs> You know what I could, I could be doing? Uh, here's one. Here's I got something. Uh, Marshall in this show, scared of opening champagne. I know someone who's scared of opening champagne. My good friend Ian Fisher. No, I'm not. I've seen you. We have videos from my wedding of all of us opening bottles of champagne. And some of us are doing it like this. And one of us is doing it like this. <laughs> that wasn't me, dude. <laughs> I wasn't at your wedding, dude. <laughs> you were one of two people at my wedding. I don't remember. I wasn't there. <laughs> I think I would show tremendous signs of trepidation doing that. Just it's like... fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that thing flies out at a million yeah. miles per hour. If that hits you in the eye. You're so. going to an eye patch on for at least half the episode. <laughs> also, like, I thought about how, A, like, okay, this isn't really made for me. Yeah. Especially me now. That's important. That's an important maturity thing about any media. For sure. Know. But I also thought it'd be really fun to be in a writer's room like that, where you could do the eye patch joke. Like, how long were you sitting there? Yes, Stupid eye patch. <laughs> Like, you could just be like, yeah, that works. And you want to go home now? Me now is exactly right. Because as much as today I wasn't into this, maybe I would have been 15 years ago. And maybe that's the thing about looking back on anything, especially comedy. Yeah. It, it all looks like it sucks and nothing holds up. So I don't know. But it's true. And like when I was 16, like, or I guess I was 17, I got blue flames tattooed on <laughs> my wrist and like that looks amazing back then and it's so cool and i'm like in punk bands but now i'm like god what are <laughs> but you it fucking fits. doing that's so funny what are i, you I will say this though about nothing holding up we finished the episode and then my wife said can we watch a good sitcom <laughs> we put on the first episode of community it it takes place it's three years later we laughed it's the, the entire time. three we laughed so hard all the way through Laughed so out loud. I laughed out loud at jokes. It's hard for in me fact, to laugh out to loud from any kid down And he, we were like, show. you were keeping him up because we were laughing. Wow. So it's, it's and that's like three years later. So it's, it's, it's more that this isn't, but people did laugh at this. People loved it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was nine years. That says it all. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, and there was funny, like, like uh, jokes at the time, too. Like, he's like, that's going on my blog. Like, a very, like... Whenever that happens. I, I clocked that, too. Yeah. There's a Simpsons joke that um, one of the writers is, like, the, the joke that's aged the worst. And it's from an early season, let's say season five. And they cut to the school. And there's a sign gag. And Simpsons has the best sign gags ever. But the sign gag is, it says, uh, Springfield Elementary dot edu or whatever. And that's it. And the joke at the time was, can you imagine a school having a website? Right, right. So like, that's a joke. And now it's like not even anything. It's like not. It's, it's irresponsible. Like... <laughs> they don't have a website. You gotta find out what time it's open. I think that's hilarious. How do we know if you gotta wear masks? And then one other reference too is, <laughs> is when you're saying about the writers' room. Norm Macdonald, one of my heroes, he uh, he would talk about when he was writing on Roseanne and like the first episode he was on Roseanne, and they're like, okay, script done, and he's like, what? It's gonna bomb. <laughs> These jokes are so bad, <laughs> and he was like so nervous because he's a stand-up, and you have to like have the best stuff ever. And he said he was like pacing around on the shoot day because he's like, "Oh my god, these actors are gonna go out there; they're gonna bomb." And then you read they in the kill. audience, they kill. And they well, that's like—I mean, no offense, anyone listening, or if you guys this is your favorite show, but when you hear someone's favorite show is like Big Bang Theory, and they're like belly laughing, 
My dad barely laughs at Big Bang Theory. Yeah, my exactly. mom loves it's, it. It's yeah, for somebody, it's just not for me. He and he's like, and I'll be. He's. Like, I think you know what it is. And when he tries to explain, it's so it's the best because your I'm like, dad, yeah, quoting it because he'll be like, it's on or whatever. And I'm like, I don't really like the show. And he's like, no, but it's so funny. Like, they're so nerdy. <laughs> it's three <laughs> nerds yeah, yeah. and a hot girl. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I, he's like, wow, but they just say the nerdiest stuff, man. Like, she doesn't get what they're saying. <laughs> but the one guy ends up fucking her. <laughs> uh, another note I wrote down. I was so, so, so sick of the suit thing. And I could not believe. I wish I went back and counted how many times he said it. It, it would be a drinking game, yeah. for sure. Oh, my God. I, I really want to know what Barney does when he's like, hey, meet Ted, and he goes away. Like, he's going. <laughs> he's I know alone I keep, in the corner? Yeah, is he doing that, or is he going to do rails? Like, what, <laughs> what did they talk about at the urinal when they met? Him and Ted. Yeah. Dude, remember that's that? The little the band? Watch that's now. Yeah. It's just Barney. We still get Neil Patrick Harris for it. It's just him cutaways. Yeah. Super dark. And just, just what that would did he be do? a good. Have you seen that? Uh, um, Kevin can fuck himself. Have you seen that? Not yet. No. So have you heard of it? No. It's this uh, uh, subversive series where it's like a sitcom, but then it cuts to a single camera. The wife, when she's on her own, it's like the, her actual. It's very gritty, and uh, it, that'd be an interesting thing to see of this version, the Barney of. And right. on the multi-camera, he's like laughing and joking, and he walks away, and we turn into a single camera of him, like going yeah. through an addiction crisis. Fear and loathing. Did Norm Macdonald, hero yours? I think maybe I've told you this. You've heard this. Norm had a show on TV that was based off of like Newhart, where him and his wife had an inn, and it was very exactly super lame, Big Bang Theory kind of basic. And it got canceled after four episodes, but very in norm fashion. On episode five, the wife gets brutally murdered, and the rest of the series is supposed to be him becoming Matlock, hunting down her killers and solving the mystery. Whoa. And it's exactly like that, like that, it's what you've described. And yeah. Norm was ahead of that twenty years ago, but they yeah. never even made it to the hook, and they just canceled this like. And he's obsessed with Matlock, show. so that he's makes obsessed with sense. Matlock. Oh, he was obsessed. He was obsessed. That's beef. Um. I laughed at that joke that we talked about with him saying, I didn't, I swear. But other than that, I, I felt it was very devoid of jokes. Like, I thought it was missing a lot of jokes. What about the Smurf penis joke? <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. That I don't even feel like that's a joke. It's like just pointing something and saying something. Would these fucking yeah. kids know what Smurfs are in no. 2030? In 2030? No. Wait, I guess they are kind of remake. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Between now All right, you're gonna look very fair game. Silly. Fair game. Delete that. Delete that. <laughs> Smurfs are the biggest thing. They're fidget spinners. They're, they're NFTs. Uh, uh, five, the, the the five dogs in a New York City apartment. Yeah, that's a red flag. And they're not swarming the dude when he's in there either. They're not swarming no, you're to. Right. Yeah, they're there for a couple of shots, but. Those, something doesn't hold up with that. And that's that's inhumane. Those dogs were fucking big. There was one small <laughs> dog, and there's four yeah. really big dogs. And she lived on the second floor, no yard, in her in her also walk up brownstone, seventeen million dollar house in New York City in Brooklyn. You couldn't see the floor, so maybe she had those like pee pad things everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, the house stunk stinkier than yeah. you. <laughs> well, let's not go crazy. I'm really stinky this week. I can really try to. Get this point again. <laughs> Next time you come, I'm going to have a pee pad underneath <laughs> your, uh, your seat there. Uh, so the episode, uh, the end of it here is this signal thing. That was another thing that was really annoying to me when they're saying that was the signal to oh, kiss her. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and 
he's saying that wasn't the signal. It really felt like a Ross Rachel. We were on a break. We're on a break, but like not earned. And then why like, am I doing a Seinfeld impression? <laughs> Kramer, <laughs> not a good one. Uh, and something that kind of bummed me out this time seeing this pilot. I have seen it before. Uh, was now having the knowledge of the entire series. I was like, oh, if he had of kissed, if they had of kissed, the rest of this show wouldn't exist because they probably i guess would have just ended up together and they wouldn't have nine seasons of misadventures but it was so weird how much sexual tension there was like there was so much sexual tension that it's weird that they become friends for nine years and i think barney ends up dating her for a season or so that's the wedding and then they, they get, get married, married barney yeah. and, her? and they end up they get divorced off screen whoa because they the series ends with them married and then when he's talking to the kids it's like hey you know how your auntie robin and uncle barney are divorced well, this whole point of this story is I really like her. Am I, would you guys be bummed if I went and did this? They're like, we don't fucking care. Ask, ask Barney. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing, too. It's like this solving all those threads off screen, essentially, of like, oh, yeah, I remember your mom died and they got divorced and all those things that we've earned over this you, amount of time. You don't we're undoing them. them for the... In 14 seconds. And there actually is, maybe I could find it. There's a version of the an alternate version that they talk about the writers they're like ah oh, we also had this version that we said we wanted to do and it's like clearly better mm. and i'm like oh i wonder that's gonna go in our show about barney doing rails yeah, yeah. the original ending like uh you guys uh no i don't know right what it's too long it's too long of a tangent about a book hatchet you guys ever read that book hatchet yeah that, i've and, heard of it i haven't read it and it's then been... brian's winter was the uh, if he didn't get it was like get... end of hatchet it's a rescue story Guy gets plane crash, ends up in the woods, but he gets saved at the end. But right. there was a second book where what if he didn't get saved? Oh. And it's a whole second book. And then there's even a third book where like, well, what cool if he didn't idea. get saved? Yeah, and that's kind of what we need of this show. So Hatchet fans out there, thank you so much. I'm... <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I loved Brian's Winter when I was a kid. Nuts in a that. bar. Obviously not coming back post-pandemic. I don't think like share. There was a scene oh, in the yeah. movie share barred nuts. I remember I when you could put the, the, the shells on the floor and shit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it was that was it's never coming back. That's what I miss the most. Yeah, just dumping my Not peanut shells on the floor. Theaters. <laughs> yeah, making someone else clean up my peanuts. We were at a birthday party for a kid. I was at Ian's family's, and there was a birthday party for a kid. And they brought the cake out, and it had candles. We sang happy birthday, and then at the end, there was like some... Uh, a jumper across the street. <laughs> <laughs> there was some rigmarole to get the candles out. And I hadn't even considered that, like, hey, will that ever come back? Oh, no, no. Blowing on a cake. Oh, yeah. Can't like, share droplets like that. Thing in the past. Maybe. I mean, I was always a germaphobe. So that I was like, I didn't even know I was not aware of that. Now I'm like, I could never do that no matter yeah. what. But now I'm, uh, it's like you becoming, it all ties back into you becoming aware that you've always been stinky, dude. No, no, no. I can't stress enough. <laughs> I smelled great despite not wearing deodorant for that amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it on social... We'll put a poll on social media and ask. You won't like the answer if you're like, <laughs> hey, people who know Rock in your life, did he always stink? <laughs> and if it's 100%, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go around and give final thoughts and whether we would green light by watching more of the series. Ian, let's start with you and we'll counterclockwise. You know what? I had a listener tell us, hey, I wish on episodes where you guys all hate it, one of you at least would take the other side to make this interesting and be like, no, I loved it. Because he's like, you, you guys destroyed a show that I liked. and I You can liked. like a show if we don't like it. That's not, not you. I don't mean you. I mean the listeners. I'm... I think if all of us hate a show, it's not like... We're not saying that, that other people shouldn't like it. In fact, Jonna was just saying, like, this 
probably for someone. Probably, I want you to it, speak. It certainly truth. was for. Oh uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm sorry to that listener because this is not that show. <laughs> I could barely get through this. Honestly, I was like looking at the clock. Yeah. Uh, and it was like 22 minutes. Sorry. Uh, sorry, writers of How I Met Your Mother, Jason Siegel, everyone, Allison. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad you guys are rich. <laughs> <laughs> but not for me. Red light. Red light. So the the context is now. I get this. I get this pitch packet in front of me right now. Or is this circa two thousand three or four it's, when it's in? I think it's just like on your. It's more personal. Like, will yeah, you, Jono, actually continue enjoying this show? Watching no. it. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see where it was in that time, and it's that runoff from yeah. like the whole like John Cusack ass schleppy guy who's like. The world revolves around him and everything that he does. It's yes. like sucks. We, we can't really say we talk. love a girl the day we meet her. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, it's just this weird like that. Sort we of, didn't even talk about that. That fucking sucked. Yeah, and it, it 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 just reminds me of that time. So that makes me even more gross. But that time existed, and we all were. It's like emo. It's like ostensibly and that's like laughing. A heyday of emo. Well, yeah. God, that's I got some. I went. I went through the emo thing. Yeah, it also sadly regrets it. Still exists for a lot of people. Yeah, where they're like I don't understand. I mean, the whole incel thing. Yeah, we sorry, can't incels listening. Ted Mosley yeah, it's ridiculous. If the show was made yeah, he loves her, and he's like, "Why?" I'm, I'm so nice glad you guy. said John Cusack because I had written that down, and then the person I was watching it with, I was like, hey, "Doesn't Ted remind you of John Cusack in some way? That this is that?" And they were like, "No." <laughs> I was like, oh, meets Jimmy Fallon. Did Fallon on yeah, the That's hilarious. If yeah, they crossed over. But it's that it's that same thing. It's the guy like I'm just gonna do the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow my dick until, until my dick my gets what it gets wants. <laughs> yeah, but I hope I still fuck it. Your dad. I'm gonna go. This. I'm gonna go to the bridge where that suicide almost happened, yeah. so I can kiss. Oh, him. that happened. <laughs> I can confirm. Even the suicide on this one is like, there's a hey, the van pulls up. You gotta come out. We got a jumper. What? Yeah, there's a crazy guy. On yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. insensitive to this. Uh... <laughs> yeah, a crazy guy. I, I got bad news for you. I have a friend who works in news. They're a lot less cool <laughs> off air. <laughs> what's going on? Fuck. Uh, I agree with the, both the points you've both made. Uh, I thought almost every character was unlikable. I thought the <laughs> the. Uh, the couple, Allison Hannigan and, and Jason Siegel, were likable, but almost Too annoying. <laughs> like a little, not cloying, but just like, okay, I get that too. I think Ted, the main character, is one of the most unlikable characters I've ever seen Really? On TV. Yeah. I can't, like, what a wiener. Uh, he's got a Michael Well, in Carter real life, uh, what's that actor's name? Uh, J- Josh Radin or Rudin? Yeah, like Rad Radner Radin. He's, he's yeah, a pretty yeah. down dude. Like he's not anything like this guy's no, energy. Like no. he's much more. He probably thinks the same way, but he hates it probably a lot more. Right. Mm. I think that character is like there isn't a single likable or re- redeeming quality about him. Yeah. And I he did a good job acting it though. I will say <laughs> he made me hate him real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I uh, I liked the taxi driver. I laughed once, hated Barney, reminded me of that guy from college. It couldn't be more of a red light. Red light, red light, red light. Three red lights. Hit it, Sting. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to kind of come back with the Game Corner. Oh, I can't wait to see what the game is this week. <laughs> Welcome back to Game Corner. Game Corner. 
Oh, and as we know, I'm the one who really fights to have this segment on the show. And you and had I, it out tonight. I don't remember what went wrong. And I uh, love coming up with these games. Here's the ironic thing about uh, being unprepared to have a game. You're going to let the listeners know. Well, I, let all know. I'll say is, I think the quality of this game will show how prepared I was before that break. Listeners, he forgot no, I to make one. I, he made not, it in the break. No, 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 wait. I want to say that John and I used to play games. We're gamesmen. Yeah, so I used to play games ironic. too, dude. I played, my friends played Duck Hunt. No, I played, played my own <laughs> game in the bathroom. Our game didn't I know all about games. <laughs> Tasteful so games. So it's a shame that uh, this the quality of this game... But hey, maybe this will be the best game we ever played. That's the spirit. How I Met Your Mother. This game is called Met or Mother. I have ten people. Five of them are New York Mets. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best game! And five of them are famous mothers. I love this game! (laughs) I will pick them out. And the first person to say if it is a Met or a Mother, you get a point. Oh, shit. Kris Jenner. Mother! (laughs) (laughs) The most famous mother on the planet. Mike Piazza. Met. <laughs> okay. Before you continue, I was like, oh, you're going to find some androgynous, you know, last names, maybe. No. We're just, it's just a trigger. Princess Diana. Mother. What? It's just a trigger to Mother Teresa. Dwight Gooden. Met. <laughs> What's that with no enthusiasm? I'm like processing the name. I'm like, what? Is it? Just got to write. There's no way you were quick enough because I know he made up the game. He couldn't have Googled. Carrie like, Fisher. Carrie Mother. Fisher? I didn't know she had children. <laughs> well, she's not My last name pet. is Fisher! Ma- wait! <laughs> Mom? Tom Seaver. Pitcher. <laughs> nope, that's not a correct answer. Met. Yes. All right. Stolen. <laughs> Stolen base alert. Uh, Keith Hernandez. Yankee! Met. Yeah. Stolen. This game's so easy. I'm Mother Teresa. The, game now. the idea of the game is really good. The idea Execution. of the concept of yeah. this game. Mother Teresa is a Met. She threw a no-hitter in uh, the On ass. Doc Holiday. Shout out to Doc Holiday reference. You don't hear that too much during the game corner. <laughs> There's two left and you're tied 4-4. Four, four. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, now I want to win. I was so cocky. Sharon Osborne. Mother. There's <laughs> a possible tie. Well, you know, laughing at that meant more to me than winning the game. But here we here's the problem is you don't know if there's been a which a trick? No, I know. Those were all Mets and those were all mothers. <laughs> Dale Strawberry. Mother. <laughs> John is the winner! Oh, no! <laughs> Look, there's a world where if I had time I could make some pick some Met names that could have been confusing. And that could have been a really good game. When you first told me the game, I was ready with a line to say after the game. And I was like, dude, from now on, part of the segment, you just have to make it up in three minutes. But the game wasn't good. <laughs> and so I don't get to say that line. Look, it's my fault. I'll take ownership on that one. You Sometimes got a kid. the game is bad. And I actually put it together. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a shame that it was bad. I really worked hard on it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That was the perfect length for a game. No, Very no, no. quick. The longest games are the funnest. My favorite game we've played so far is the uh, Horny Mad Libs we did with uh, like Celebrity Ghost. Oh, Story. yeah, that was a And that one. took like that 25 was a minutes. One. Yeah. What's another game that took a long time? The Counting with Ashley Sharp Chestnut took a very long time. 
we tried to count to 20. And, and I don't think that was that a good example. No, it wasn't a good game. But it was 24. We tried to count to 24 for the game of for the show 24. Right, right. So this game, <laughs> listeners, where in our in our uh, history would you rank this? Best game? Best game. Worst game? Best game. Somewhere in the middle? Best game. It's too bad that I didn't have something good for Jono, who's a gamesman. But uh, that's fine. Jono, Night Drives. It's out. You can watch it. Uh, <laughs> I love nightdrives.com. I love nightdrives.com. I love nightdrives on Instagram. And thank you so much for being here. Thanks thank you so much for watching the show. Thank you for having me. I watched I lo- it tonight, but I listened to it prior to. Uh, really great. Oh, the podcast. Out with you guys. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much. Oh, that's what oh, you're talking about. How I Met Your Body. Yeah. <laughs> Not this show. Not this I misunderstood. Show. We'll take a call to that. <laughs> <any show. laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't setting you up for anything. I would greenlight this show. Oh, oh you'd greenlight right. our show. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the duck hunt shit, stinky boy. Because of the duck hunt. <laughs> ah, you gotta come over to my house. <laughs> All right, I'm on up. Goodbye. Music by Hoax. Follow us at Pilot Fighters on social media. Send your pilot suggestion to pilotfighterspodcast at gmail.com. Don't get cancelled.